Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Should we just quickly check in before we play Yeah, the check in how we're feeling. How um, are you feeling? Uh, weird. Um, I went to the beach alone today. Um, oh. Just as a quick break. Like, I went to my job today, which was um, two hours. Don't but brag, still please. Make... <laughs> please <laughs> was... don't brag about your job. <laughs> it was for two hours. It's the one day of this week that I'm working. Um, are but you got... exhausted? I'm tired. I'm so, I'm so tired. tired. Literally nine hours this week. And I was like, I deserve a break. I checked the tide times. Perfect. But then, don't you find... Like, when you go to a beach alone, like, one of those Ponsonby beaches, do you, like, I feel like the ultimate mad of mystery. Because everyone oh. else is there with a group of friends, and then I'm like... They're like, he is sad. What's he doing? <laughs> he is swimming through something. <laughs> <laughs> I have this crazy thing that's happened a few times now where I've, like... You know when you, like, bump into someone in, on the street, and you're like, oh, hi, I haven't seen you in ages. Yeah. A couple of times that's happened now, like, mid-swim in the ocean, and it's really weird. Like, you'd be, like, kind of like, swimming in the... And you're like, oh, hi, haven't seen you in, like, 20 years. Well, like, it would be eight, so, like, ten years. Um, and then, like, you're kind of catching up with someone, but you're, like, floating. Floating in the sea. And you're kind of, like, sort of semi-nude. And it's just, like, a really crazy encounter to be, like, yeah. slightly drowning and then catching up with someone. And having a full conversation with water kind of lapping into your mouth <laughs> that you know has sewage in it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we are so hopeful in this city. We're like, oh, it's a gorgeous swim. Mm. A little bit of shit, but it's a beautiful day. <laughs> Anyway, I've had seven coffees today, and I'm getting a similar vibe from you. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so many coffees. Today, I 100% sculled an iced coffee because I was thirsty. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God, I could really do with a coffee. And then I was like, I got it to my mouth, the cup, and it just was like, like gulping it. <laughs> Finished the whole thing in like one sip, and I was like, no, I was thirsty. Mm. And that caffeine is now running through my blood. How I'm dealing with freelance life at the moment is I, I'll be like, I need to send that one email. And before I send it, I'm like, well, I need to wake up before I send it so I'll have another coffee. Yes. Oh. This is our post-John and Ben era. Like, this yeah. is like our, you know, like Lady Gaga has like her Joanne phase. This is our like, you know, our post-John and Ben phase. Yeah, in our, in our Wikipedias, which any of you are p- perfectly permitted to start. To, to start. <laughs> Start from scratch. They don't exist. There's nothing there yet. You Um, need to do the foundations. We're looking for you to do all the work. But so you can separate those into the John and Ben era and then the post John and Ben (laughs) Ben era. era. Um, And then the end of our careers. Yeah. No, I reckon you could write a very juicy personal life sentence. They had zero sexual chemistry. (laughs) The end. Anyway, anything else you want to um, say about your day before we... Already sweating, and that's it, really. Yeah. All right, let's play the theme song. Cue theme song. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a phase. It's for my Yeah. 
welcome along to the male gaze live with an audience. See, you at home, we people did show, show up. Yeah, it's so exciting to have people here. We just took that opportunity to both put our phones on airplane mode. <laughs> I, know, I, got, uh, <laughs> I was like, this is classic us. I'm like, immediately on our phones. I already got four notifications. I got two texts. Um, so I'm feeling very cool. I got an Instagram. From my boyfriend. Oh, I got an Instagram DM from my boyfriend who has chosen to go to work the world tonight yes. with his sister instead of coming to my show. But these, these are the true podcast fans, right? Because they yes. have chosen a small podcast over famous drag queens. Yes. Slash um, the poor people who could, could afford, afford a $15 show. <laughs> they, those shows are so expensive. It's very expensive. Holy, and it's like every week, it's like, guess who's coming to New Zealand? And I'm like, I know, someone came last week. Yeah. And it's like, I don't have enough money for it anymore. I can't pay $90 a week to see I'm, every drag queen. I'm glad it's in one swift, you yeah. know, big group, you know, like an anti pasta platter. It's like, it's all there. <laughs> Few grapes, <laughs> few cheeses, <laughs> in and out. Uh, which, I'm not, I mean, I'm not there, uh, but no, I'm you're glad here. they're doing it. Yeah, they'll be working the world, but we'll be here working this room, <laughs> <laughs> and that's enough for yeah, us. Yeah, this this world of sixty people. Yeah, <laughs> and what a world it is. I honestly think you can't really um, truly know more than 60 people in your lifetime well. Uh, and so you are the 60 people that I've chosen. <laughs> Huge <laughs> for you. My, ch- Huge my for chosen you guys. family. <laughs> oh. Huge for you guys. It's crazy when I was like, I was thinking the other day, I was like, maybe I have 10 friends now. Like, I used to feel like my world was so populated and now my, it's, it's 10. Yeah. It's usually 10. I'm the same. It's 10. It's one group chat. And then yeah. even in that group chat, there's three people who I don't have a single chat with. Isn't it crazy to think that there are group chats in the world that you don't exist in? That keeps me up at night. Wait, that's my That's the Libra chats. in me. That's the Libra in me that's like dying because of social anxiety. But I'm like, wow. I'm not in that chat. They're talking about me, yes. which is the narcissist in me. That's like, well, if there's a group chat that I'm not in, they're clearly bitching about me. Yeah, I like to think that too, but I always, I, I'm always very impressed with baby boomers who have group chats. Mm. When they talk about, they're like in our group, but they, they do it on WhatsApp because they're old. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was the interesting, this could really divide the room, but that's why I felt like it was the really interesting about the pride debates, the whole police chat. Yeah, let's get into it, let's man. Get into it's it. really this, this really creates some enemies in this. No, I'm sure most <laughs> of our people here are on our side. Um, well, maybe they're not. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we were still all at the big gay out, weren't we? Uh, and I feel like... It not was me. Like... I was in Wellington. Yeah. I took a romantic trip away. Oh, so I was still being proud within the confines of a hotel room. True gay activism. Yes. <laughs> you know what? You I... took over that straight space and you made it very gay. Very gay. gay. <laughs> very gay. You know what? I, I, I don't know. The that. bed was gay. The carpet was gay. <laughs> the TV the was, was gay. gay. The shower, the shower was gay. Was the shower was gay The landline phone was gay. You used the landline. Wow. Yeah. The Bible was gay. The, the Bible was gay. I put it all up my butt. But uh, here's, the thing about, <laughs> here's the thing about that debate. I felt like everyone pro-police was on Facebook and everyone anti-police were on Twitter. Yes, I mean, I think you're uh, using very broad terms when you say anti-police. <laughs> as you if hate the police. Our ho- as if the people pro who poli- want... Pro-board? <laughs> I don't know how you classify it. I think there's pro-uniform, pro-t-shirt. Mm. Uh, and I'm pro-t-shirt all the time. Like, at school I was like, we should be able to wear t-shirts. <laughs> 
And that was my opinion. I'm pro polo. Really? No. In 2019? I don't hate a polo. Really? How many do you I, own? I, I own I've none. never seen you wear a polo. I only own this shirt in four colours. <laughs> <laughs> and just rotate them around. Did you ever wear two polos, one on top of the other? Two no, what Abercrombie the fuck was up with that? I don't know. Helen Steins yeah. were like, you need two polos. <laughs> yeah. And just tuck those things around. You could wear two polos and a white t-shirt underneath That's and then roll up three crazy. What is going on? You don't need three layers that only go to your bicep. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 2002 and the entire fast fashion industry were like, shall we fuck shit up? Yeah. <laughs> Let's just make people buy everything. Mm-hmm. You need Colors to wear three pairs of pants. <laughs> <laughs> two polos and a white t-shirt <laughs> and a necklace Four bracelets and a pair of glasses. Yes, forget and a visor. Forget tucking your belt into the loops. Let it hang as long as humanly possible. I was actually. Do you know who has a great fashion? Hey Arnold. Lady Gaga. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're a true monster. I was thinking about Hey Arnold today. Really crazy. Weird. I was like, because I'm like, wow, he was. Um, he, he, you could imagine that he would grow into the like hipster boyfriend we all wish we had. I don't want to imagine him with facial hair weirdly. I feel like he wouldn't suit us. A long wispy what was beard. What's his hair doing? His hair came in two sides. <laughs> it was only on the side, like Friar Tuck. But I think there was. <laughs> he had like a few crowns that he was like, oh, I can't yeah. deal with these crowns. I don't know what I'm do with my hair. Well, he tucked them all into a little cap, which is why there's two separate pieces. Also, did you know? I always thought he had a kilt on. It was just a very long tartan shirt. shirt. Yeah. 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 Okay. And I was trying to pull that look, and I never could. Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna do the whole Hey Arnold thing. I, I was c- like, that's right. I'm not a cartoon. <laughs> My feet aren't this big. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do that. When it was like baggy jeans and long shirts, but I can't do that because I've got short little legs, and when I do that, I look like a penguin. Has anyone ever given you like hard truths about your body? Like, did a parent or ever or anyone in your life be like, you can't? wear that I felt like a few times in my life I'd like put on what I thought was quite a fun look like one time we went to the Gold Coast and I bought exactly what was on the mannequin yeah uh, and then I remember like walking down and mum being like ooh fun uh, <laughs> <laughs> and me being like she hates it keep wearing it this I, is your activism I was like I was like literally queer eyed by the straight female friends of mine at high school. Like, I was oh friends God. with like five other girls, and they were like, We're taking you shopping. Gross, uh, gross. And I, well, no, it worked because then the next Mufti day, people were like, <laughs> Who is that? Who is that wearing or jeans waist top to bottom? <laughs> <laughs> Poor jeans waist. Oh my God. Jeans waist. Oh. It was like, I remember I was like, I really know how to shop at JJ's. And I used to like brag about that to my friends. I was like, you just need to know how to look at JJ's. Like through that pile, like Mount Vesuvius of $15 t-shirts. Just like digging through until I found, you know, like an orange. I had like a novelty tee. But I was like, the the trick is it's not too novelty, you know? It's just like, it's sort of a joke. Um, I'm literally wearing a novel. It's the first one I've bought in a while. It's the, I like it. It's, it's really the cute. Popsicle Band from the Popsicle ads. They were very much my era. Yeah, you know, like I know. I, they were. How? Who's the hottest out of the bunch? I think the one with the sunglasses on. No, the, no, pian- the drummer. The drummer. The no, drummer. The piano player. Wow, this is going to be so fun to listen to yeah. for the people who can't Everyone's see the t-shirt. Home, typing Popsicle Band, getting yeah. no references. Where'd you find it? 
Um, Mr. Vintage. Crazy. Wow. I know. Are you straight now? Blast from the past. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize you've come out. Literally, the other stuff on there was like a double brown singlet. When are you ever on the Mr. Vintage website? I got a sponsored Facebook ad, and it was oh, a nice no. reprieve. I don't know if anyone else is getting the same. Reprieve. Well, reprieve. Reprieve. And recently, I've only been getting these ads for a brand of shorts that is exceptionally stretchy. Oh, 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 oh! Yes! <laughs> yes! I get those two. What are they called? Yeah, they're called chubbies. Chubbies, chubbies yeah. And it's like a video of a guy doing high kicks in Do his you know what? Yeah, It's like so deep in my subconscious. Like, I think I dream about it. You know what I mean? I'm like... <laughs> because you, know, you don't talk about Facebook advertising with your friends. You're yes. just like... You are scrolling, and then it's like, you know, it goes yeah. past your face, and then you never look back. And then you're like, it's just, it's just like, yeah, chubbies, it's just the back of your chubbies, head. Chubbies, chubbies. Chubbies. <laughs> yeah, they've got like um, the short and then like the elastic, and there's that kind of yeah. one that's like pastel Aztec. Like, that's the kind of pattern. Oh, I feel like there. all the ones that I'm getting are like pineapples, oh. mangoes, <laughs> bananas, different mangoes. fruits. Mangoes are on theme, but they don't look nice. No, they don't. Like, you're like, someone like, Trying to cut into a mango, trying to peel it. Yeah. Um, I get the weirdest shit sponsored to me on Facebook. Like, it's either like chubs or like the horniest jock straps. Like, really? Yeah, or like, or like male underwear or whatever. You're like, oh my, my, imagine being in the closet watching gay porn all the time and then being on your Facebook and then suddenly like your Facebook's like advertising you. Oh, Absolutely. I, I had a world we are dealing with. That's Jesus. the world we're doing. That's the world we're doing. I've right. definitely been showing like jock straps, but they're from wish.com and they're like three dollars. <laughs> you wish. Made of plastic. Look, okay. Um, I was gonna say one more thing. Yes, okay. <laughs> About Facebook. Before we get into literally anything we've planned. <laughs> um I got advertised a t shirt that said, and this is crazy. And this is when I was like, Facebook is listening. And I hope they subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was a t shirt and it was like split down the middle. Yeah. On one side, a horse that said, your uncle. On the other side was a unicorn dancing and it said, my uncle. <laughs> I have recently become an uncle and I was being Facebook advertised gay uncle merch. <laughs> and I was like, Facebook is not only listening, they're like, go on. Like, they're like, <laughs> <laughs> they want like a DM with me. Yeah. And they're getting like all that, they're hearing conversations that someone's had in another room. Like, I was like, this is spooky. Anyway. Did you buy I'm not the Googling. top? I know I did not. <laughs> but it's crazy. Unless it's for me, presuming my uncle's gay. Yeah, maybe they've got it confused. Was it, maybe no, was Facebook's it? trying to tell me something. Text your uncle right text now. Text your uncle right now. You gay, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you seen this? And then it's like, yeah, that. Okay, guys, we're going to do the fact of the gay. <laughs> oh, wow. I forgot about that. Yeah. This is a regular part of the podcast we do every time. Yeah, we do. Um, Literally every episode. Okay, so Pennsylvania. <laughs> In true fact of the gay style, we haven't researched that. <laughs> I mean, like, that's interesting. Copy, paste. <laughs> That's a good title. Put that in. Okay, a, per- a Pennsylvania bird watcher called Shirley Caldwell has spotted something quite unusual in her backyard. It's a cardinal, which is a type of bird that appears to be half male, half female, right? Which is uh, called a genuine bilateral gynandomorph, gy- which means half male, half female. So separate to like, like the term intersex means like you can be anywhere on the spectrum of intersex. Yes. This means literally half male and half female. And what's so interesting about this bird is that it like is... Like a mermaid is half Human half fish. Yes. I'm smart. (laughs) 
Well, this bird is like the males in this version of the bird, the cardinal, are like a bright red. It says uh, vermilion. And then the females are... Definitely a gay bird if it's yeah, vermilion. I know. And the females are taupe? Taupe? Taupe. Taupe. Taupe? Well, taupe. The females are tarp. <laughs> I worked in an outdoor furniture warehouse and we had a... Don't mock me. That's a good job. It was 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 $23 an hour. No commission. I sold to Annabelle Langbein and Graham Henry. So the full spectrum. Yeah, I know. Huge flex. Um, And What do you mean by the full spectrum? A girl and a boy? No, like a chef and a rugby coach. That's the spectrum. <laughs> anyway, there was lots of couches made out of the umbrella fabric, which is amazing. It can rain. It doesn't fade in the sun. It's really amazing. And um, in the color, taupe, taupe, taupe. Taupe. And every time I'd say it, I'd be like, hey, this is amazing fabric, umbrella fabric, and it is in the color. We do gray, we do brown, we do taupe. Uh, we do... <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, am I saying it right? Yeah. I don't know. Do you guys know? Taupe. Cool, yeah, cool. Taupe. Taupe rhymes Taupes. with grope. Uh, <laughs> sure. Uh, anyway, this bird is like if you look at the photo of it, it's split down the middle. Half of it is red and half of it is taupe. <laughs> so it's like there's a line down Vermillion the middle. and taupe. Vermilion and taupe, yeah. Uh, and it's got a male partner. Oh. And um, that's the fact of the game. I <laughs> saw a bird. Oh, I've seen a few birds in my life. She's been outside and... Uh, this is already brave for Chris to talk about birds. I've been outside. No, I saw... Um, I watched this David Edinburgh documentary about birds <laughs> uh, where he specifically comes to New Zealand because we're the best place for birds. And... <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, um, yeah. But these birds, the way that they coo their other bird friends over, God, I should be David Edinburgh, right? <laughs> is by setting up a little, little art gallery... What? Yes. So the male birds, they do all the hard work. They're like, they're trying to impress the female. And so they set up these little art galleries under little roofs that they've made out of sticks because they're birds. And they'll just collect junk, like, you know, anything blue, anything green, anything red, whatever. And then they'll categorize it by color Uh into these little color piles and then, like, lay them all out. And then the female bird flies over and she's like, what have you got? What have you got? Like, flying to all their little galleries. And then she's like, I like you. You're the cleanest or you've made the best mess or whatever. And then they hook up. Do they keep the art? I don't know. <laughs> I tuned out by that point, but I saw one in Wellington. Went to the gallery. There was a... No, Melbourne. <laughs> um, and I'm a mess. The Wellington of Australia. <laughs> yeah. And I saw a bird collecting those shit, like lots of blue things and putting them in a pile. And I was like, this is fucking crazy. To be honest, no offence, David Annemar, but it's a bit rich calling it an art gallery. It's just a collection of junk. No, you should see it. It's literal art. It's the, like... No. Uh, it is. It's birds like, don't do It's incredible. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to watch it. Um, I don't have a queen of the week. I put wrote down two. Ooh, who? Chris did... So we've got a Google Doc for today, and I saw that Chris had made it, because I made yesterday's, and I was like, damn, he's gotten ahead of me. But then what he had done was just copy and pasted yesterday's <laughs> into a new doc, called it Wednesday Show, and changed nothing in the doc. I took out the things we talked about <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> so That's good. I did a little bit of work. Anyway, two queens of the week. Did you watch the Grammys? No. Okay. 
two glorious things happened. Number one, they did a tribute to Dolly Parton. You know, it was amazing. It was incredible. A bunch of artists got got there to sing uh, Katy Perry, Casey Musgrove, Miley Cyrus. I'm literally watching this as soon as I get home. It's great. But what I loved about it was that Dolly Parton did sing most of it herself. Like she... Perfect. Couldn't just watch her own tribute. Oh, but she's sitting in a chair watching it, or was she on stage? No, she emerged like partway through each song. So Katy Perry and Casey Musgrove are singing um, Here We Go Again, and it's appalling. Katy Perry goes oh, I so love hard. love that song. Katy Perry's like, Here We Go oh. I don't know. She, she gives so much that it's... Oh, oh. Is she in that weird Balmain... Couture look. She's in this pink cowboy hat and this, it's like, what? She, oh. No. It's, no. Why? It's, Katy Perry singing Dolly Parton. That makes zero sense to me. I'm it was offended. crazy. It should then, be me. <laughs> <laughs> I should be up there. And then Casey Musgrove is beside her. Casey Musgrove is a country singer who just won album of the year. You need to listen to the does album. Does she have the long brown hair? <laughs> yes, she does. Oh, cool. I know pop culture. Casey Musgrove looks like she's standing as far away as possible and kind of judging everything that Katy Perry does. But then they only sing for like 20 seconds. And then Dolly Parton comes through the middle, sings most of the song. Then Miley Cyrus comes out, they sing Jolene. And then at the end, a whole bunch of other people, they they sing nine to five all together. But again, Dolly just takes the lead. It's heaven. I really need to see it. I'm going to watch this once again. Um, So who's the queen of the week? Dolly Parton. Yeah, but also secondary nomination, Diana Ross also sung at the... Two players. Incredible. And then like halfway through the song, she went, Happy birthday to me! And it, wow. And her birthday is the 27th of March. So. <laughs> I love that. I'm it's a bit so like good. that. When it's like September, I'm like, birthday month. And then yeah. basically whenever I go into a room, I'm expecting a surprise party. So I'm like, oh, here we go. You know, and I love it. <laughs> Nothing. Just my empty house. I'm not like that because I'm a December baby. So when my birthday's coming up, everyone's like, have you done your Christmas shopping yet? And I'm like, no, I get my presents first. <laughs> oh, yeah. When is your birthday in December? The 10th of December. Write that down. <laughs> Write it down. down, audience. As the 60 most important people in my life. Uh, true. <laughs> true. I expect gifts from all of you at my 31st, which is a very important birthday because... <laughs> It's 10 years since you're 21st, and so <laughs> that I will cry about that. <laughs> Did you have a big 21st? Uh, you were there. It was like a... No, because again, because my birthday... Was I there? You did. I can literally remember nothing in my life. <laughs> um, it was at my sister's house. We had a chocolate <gasps> fountain. Oh, and, and there's a photo of me, and I look so straight. So straight. So straight. <laughs> yeah. There's a photo of me where I look even more straight, because it's a photo of me <laughs> and my girlfriend. And then... <laughs> And then oh. as, the, as the caption my mum wrote, Eli and his beautiful girlfriend, Brinley. Ooh. That's the great thing about Facebook is that it'll just like pop up as a memory. And Every, you're like, oh, yeah. oh my goodness. Well, there she is. There she is. And she's in your life. I mean, you guys have really held on to that relationship. Yeah. I feel like she's trying to get you back. Uh, <laughs> I'm ready. You're ready. I'm straight. I shop at Mr. Vintage. I'm, <laughs> you uh, are straight. I'm ready for a girlfriend. Straight now. Also, me and Brynley are doing a show called X's. It's on in a few weeks. Come, oh, it's on in the sorry. basement. A massive plug just fell into the room. Yeah. Um, so we are talking about, well, we're not actually, we're just gossiping about Facebook, but we were going to talk about, like, books. <laughs> 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 I honestly am so stupid. Like, <laughs> it takes me so long. I think I mentioned this in the previous podcast. I, 
aka yesterday, about yeah. um, how I'm slowly trying to chip through Sally Field's autobiography. It's like the only book I bought this summer. I was like, definitely this. Like every <laughs> the Michelle Obama's book was out. Like there's a whole bunch of great books, and it was like mm. Sally Fields. Um, and Why it's Sally taking me, I reckon it's going to take me all year to read it. I got my sister Drew Barrymore's autobiography, um, Wildflower, for Christmas. Fuck, of course it's called Wildflower. Yeah. And it's just a whole bunch of photos. Like, I accidentally took this photo of my feet. Aren't toes beautiful? (laughs) Basically, yeah. (laughs) She's definitely barefoot in bootleg jeans on the cover. Because her Instagram is like, a whole bunch of things that she's found accidentally that look like love hearts, right? She's like, look at this stone. It looks like a heart. Love is everywhere. <laughs> that was a good... Your voice That's is kind of trying thing. to do a... Trying to go, Drew. I, um, I love I'm Drew. Drew. I do love Drew. She's really good. Running Cars with Boys. Great film. Mm. Charlie's mm. Angels. Great film. Let's not e. get into this. Um, let's get into what we prepared. Okay. <laughs> so, Elan, I thought we'd write some fanfic. Um, oh, no. Wow, okay. Um, of varying lengths, and we've spent varying amounts of time on them. Yes, I we finished have. mine just before this episode. Uh, so that's good. Who wants to go first? Um, I, oh, do you want me to go first? Yeah, okay, you go first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I wanted to choose, I, I wanted to write, a, uh, uh, these are, I, I wanted to do an erotic fan fiction, because <gasps> that is, because why else would you write fan fiction? <laughs> Um, I don't know, to live out a fantasy that you want? That's not sexual. I'm just trying to defend my non-sexual fanfic right now. Anyway, I've chosen a, a, a property that I loved as a, a child. I wanted to bring back. I'm really worried about reading this in front of people, but here it goes. <clears throat> Here's I'm my so insecure about writing, by the way. Like, I literally <laughs> failed writing all the time at school. You're but literally like, a, profi- a paid writer. I know. Every day I'm shook about that. <laughs> I'm like, they have no idea how much I failed at school at this. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, here's my fan fiction. Feel free to interrupt at any point. I will, always. <sighs> Tommy and Chucky weren't rugrats anymore. <laughs> Interruption. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. I want to get very clear. They are of age in the story. Uh, it was their first. <laughs> Tommy and Chucky. Yeah. Okay. Great. It was their first year at college, and at nineteen, they were way more than just all grown up. <laughs> <laughs> this is so fucked. <laughs> They had been friends since diapers, and with Chucky starting his English literature degree because he was too scared to study anything else, and Tommy studying engineering so he could be an inventor like his dad, they were ready for the three best years of their life. But Chucky was worried. These might be the three hardest years of his. You see, ever since they were diaper-clad toddlers, Chucky had been holding feelings back. 
<laughs> it's true. <laughs> Feelings for Tommy Pickles and the... <laughs> And these days, when oh, it, I don't know where this is going, <laughs> so there's so much more. So I just gotta get through this. And these days, whenever he saw him, he got a reptile-sized boner in his green shorts, <laughs> and felt his heart beat behind the image of Saturn on his T-shirt. Uh, he's still wearing the same clothes that he did as a toddler. It's now like a tiny tank. Yeah, yeah, it's a crop. Uh, tonight was the toga party to Hold welcome. On, is Chucky out in this scenario, or he's closeted? Can I just listen to the okay, sorry, fucking sorry. story. <laughs> I am Chucky. Tonight was the toga party to welcome them to university, and Chucky had got changed into his toga, which covered both nipples in the toilet. Because <laughs> he's shy. Both nipples in the toilet. <laughs> But Tommy was confident and comfortable enough to change in front of him in their room. Chucky tried to watch subtly, but he was about as su- <laughs> but he was about as subtle as the Rugrats when they used to sneak out past their parents. <laughs> that is to say, he was not subtle at all, but somehow he got away with it. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I have to listen to this in front of people. <laughs> We're halfway. Uh, oh God. Tommy finished changing and stared at Chucky. You ready to go? go? Don't uh, need the, vo- the voices. Don't need the voices. He asked in his iconic voice. <laughs> iconic. Iconic voice. His iconic voice that somehow sounded like a baby, but also someone who packed 20 packets of smokes a day. Uh, Chucky had to tell him It had been 18 long years of friendship A trip to Paris A truly weird A truly weird and unnecessary crossover With the wild thornberries (laughs) And a teenage high school career In which everyone just looked a little bit off Uh, But he couldn't keep it in in any longer He could feel his dill pickle throbbing (laughs) That is his brother's name You cannot And he had to speak. Tommy, I love you, he said. uh, And I want to be with you. I want to talk to you like we used to, in a secret language that only babies can understand. (laughs) But somehow, also older toddlers can understand, even though they speak fluent English to adults, but also somehow younger babies don't understand that language. Anyone else think that was weird? Uh, that language. I'm, I'm scared of everything, but you can knock off my glasses anytime. I want to be in you like the Rugrats were in Paris. Uh, <laughs> being with you is more fun than going to Euro Reptile Land, except I haven't been able to try the ride yet. Uh, <laughs> I'm addicted to you like Charlotte Pickles is to her job. I... <laughs> <laughs> I want you to I want you to screw me and rip my hair out till I look like Angelica's Cynthia doll. <laughs> I wish I went first. <laughs> Get ready cause the next line's a toozy. <laughs> I want you to fill my little asshole. <laughs> And Tommy was into it. 
Is that where you gave up? <laughs> so they stayed home from the toga party and had full adult consensual sex because I feel like it's really important to stress at the end of the story that these characters are not babies. They are now of age. <laughs> <laughs> they are, especially now, all grown up. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> why, oh why do I have to follow that? <laughs> that was perfect. It was disgusting. It was filthy. It was also like, I truly did identify with Chucky, so I was really living through him yeah, then. Like, he was such a closet case. Yeah, he was. Perfect. I, I, he was so, a closet case? That two-year-old was a fucking closet case. No, but like, it, was like, it was me, you know, like the, yeah. the closet case inside myself. Uh, I was Chucky. Oh, mine is not sexy at all. No, that's good. We need to clean our oh, palate. God, well, this is the cleanest thing. You wait for all your boners to shrink back inside of your body. All your dill pickles. All your... <laughs> Enough. That is his brother's name. <laughs> that is an infant you were talking about. <clears throat> this is about... Okay, so I don't really understand fanfic because I don't read anything. Um, <laughs> mainly pictures. This is based on an actual dream I've had. About a certain celebrity. <clears throat> and then um, it's me and the celebrity. So here, let's get into this. Okay. It was a Wednesday afternoon. Nothing out of the ordinary. Just a day like any other. L- living in the beating LA heat. That's right. I live in LA now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, in the, I'm in my sun-drenched LA apartment, catching up on the morning news, scrolling through Twitter, and downing a smoothie that I have definitely put too many ingredients in. <laughs> it's thick. Too thick. Too thick to drink. Why do I put myself through this? Do I even like smoothies? No, I am a toast guy. Always have been, always will be. Why am I trying to convince myself that I like smoothies? When really, all I want is two pieces of Marmite toast. Oh yeah, that's right. I live in LA now. And you can't buy Marmite in LA. You were so right, this is not sexy. (laughs) Wait for it to get even less sexy. (laughs) The phone rings, which is shocking. Who even calls in 2019? No caller ID. (gasps) It's an unsaved random number I'm afraid to answer. Could this be immigration? Am I going to be sent back home? I live in LA now. (laughs) Or is this what I think any call from an unsaved number is? Someone calling me to offer me a job that will solve all my financial concerns. (laughs) I immediately answer, hello, Christopher Parker speaking. God damn it, my perfect phone manner that my father installed in me from a young age. No one answers the phone like that in LA. Why couldn't I have just said, hey, or hello? (laughs) (laughs) Those iconic LA phrases. (laughs) Now I will deter the caller who is going to hire me and solve my financial stress. (laughs) Hi, sorry, is this Chris Parker from NZ? They already know who I am. Yes, it is, I answer tentatively. Little did I know that what would come out of this phone call would then go on to change my life forever. <laughs> they inform me that they were a personal assistant to a very well-known celebrity in America. Yes, that's, uh, that this celebrity was a fan of my work, that they had seen all of the Male Gaze web series on YouTube, <laughs> available now, <laughs> and that they wanted to meet me in person. They told me that this wasn't a work thing. This was strictly social. <laughs> This was a celebrity looking to be my friends. You have my interests, I replied on the phone. But one question. Who is the celebrity? They answered. Julia Roberts. 
Now, it's important to clarify that at this point, I don't have a relationship with Julia Roberts. We are not family. We have never worked with each other, and we have nothing to do with each other till this point in time. I arrive at her house in the late evening. The sun is setting, glaring through the windows, uh, filling her house, (laughs) which is open plan, surprisingly, Scandinavian, (laughs) with a gorgeous orange hue. Her assistant opens the door. It's a large wooden door. It swings open. You must be Chris. Miss Roberts is waiting for you. You may call her Julia. (laughs) Julia. My heart skips a beat. Do I leave my shoes on or do I take them off? I ask the assistant as they begin to leave the house with me alone inside. Shoes off! A voice echoes from a distant hallways. It's Miss Roberts. Sorry. Julia. (laughs) She doesn't introduce herself. She doesn't make small talk. She dives straight in. What do you want to drink, she asks. Water, I answer. No, something stronger, she insists. What do you want to drink? Vodka, whiskey, rum, gin? Um, I'm not really much of a drinker. Okay, fine then. Aperol spritz. (laughs) She takes me outside to her large fire pit, a big large bowl with an open flame, and low bench seating all the way around. Gorgeous. Wait, we why talk- do you need a fire pit in LA? I have no idea. It's hot there. Literally, this was just the dream. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I definitely remember the huge fire pit. <laughs> it's, um, it's getting late. The sun has set and Julie and I are le- uh, No, we talk. Sorry. We talk all night. Blankets delicately laid over our laps, <laughs> drinking back our Aperol spritz. Aperol spritz after Aperol spritz. It's getting late. The sun has set and Julie and I are left alone in the dark. The fire is the only thing keeping us lit. That and the light within Julia's eyes. <laughs> She turns to me, grabbing my arm. Would you like to see the original copy of Pretty Woman? <laughs> Wait, it's what do you mean? The, like VH? The first I'm VH getting to it. Okay, sorry. The, the script. This is the <laughs> first shop chat we've had all night. Excuse me, I gasp, feeling my stomach turn inside out. I've got the original printed copy of Pretty Woman, the script. Would you like to see it? She grabs my arm without even letting me answer and leads me into her house. We go up her wide staircase with no rails and into her walk-in wardrobe. (laughs) She looks at me again. Oh, no, sorry. She opens a box and inside is the script. I touch it with my hands. (laughs) Beautiful descriptive writing (laughs) there. (laughs) I'm a writer. (laughs) She grabs my arm and looks at me once more. Shall we burn it? No. Come on. Don't be weak. Let's burn it. Fuck it. You know what? It's just a script. It doesn't define me. I'm not confident, but I can't say no to those eyes. Or that smile. The greatest smile in Hollywood. (laughs) Okay, then. We return to the fire pit. She's holding the script over the open flame. She laughs manically, but it's Julia Roberts, so it's still kind of beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it, she says. And she throws the script into the flame. It catches, the fire grows in intensity, the paper curls, it ignites, and then disappears. She turns to me once more, grabs my arm, looks deep into my eyes, and says, Why did you make me do that? Who even are you? How dare you? And then I woke up. Oh. Wow. It honestly fucked me up for a month. <laughs> what a twist. 
you know when you go onto this website, you're like, what do dreams mean? And you're like, Julia Roberts, um, pretty woman. <laughs> like, I hadn't even watched the film in like 10 years. And then just like out of the blue, that dream was like, boom, bitch. Why do you think she wanted to burn the scripts? Eli, I don't have the answers. That's why I'm telling it to this room right now. Wow. Did you know, okay, this is news about Julia Roberts this week. They were going to make a spin-off of um, My Best Friend's Wedding about Rupert Everett's gay character's wedding that she then tries to destroy because she can't let anyone else be happy. Let's fund that film. Yes, get out up with a me. right now. Kickstarter. Kickstarter. We're going to join our, join our Kickstarter. So before the show, we got our lovely audience mm-hmm. to write down... Oh, this couch is just awful, by the way, isn't it? <laughs> Eli and I, for those, for those at home, we're sitting like on either side of a long, gross couch. It's, it feels it's, like we are going to run at any point. It does. We also have to sit on the arms of the chair in order for everyone to be able to see us. Our producer said so. <laughs> He's such a stage mom. He is. So we got members of the audience him. to write down on pieces of paper inside of this Twilight bucket fictional characters that they want slash wish slash think to be gay. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna decide gay we're gonna, or straight. We're gonna talk about them. Yeah, we're gonna talk about them. Okay. Slash, I'm gonna be like who? Because <laughs> I have Okay, read the first one is incredible. Ms. Trunchbull from <gasps> Matilda. Okay, I saw Matilda. She's a queer icon. She's a queer icon. Yeah. She is a fierce sportswoman. She does javelin and discus. Right. Mm. She's a tough. She's um. You know how, I don't know, sometimes when you see, like, Judith Collins in the news. <laughs> you think Miss Trunchbull? Yeah. Well, sometimes she is so tough and sometimes, like, confidently lies that I'm, like, exceptional. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate villain. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, she's obviously, she's, Miss Trunchbull's gay, I this reckon. One, yeah, definitely gay. Yeah. Um, I f- I love her big house. And I yeah. just feel sorry for, what I mean, what does she do? Does she pack up and leave at the end of the movie? For someone who's watched Matilda <laughs> yesterday. But where is she? She went to LA. <laughs> She's at Julia Roberts' house now. This piece of paper says, I only watch shows with strong queer characters. Oh, I know full who wrote that. Beautiful. Um, my next one says Jesus. Uh, and I reckon Jesus is 100% straight. Straight. He's the sort of straight guy that your friend who's a girl, she's dating him, and you're like, why? He smells like bourbon. No, he's the guy who turns up to the party and pulls his guitar, guitar out. out. And he's like, do you guys know Jack Johnson? And everyone's oh. like, shut up. Leave the party. And when, he, when you're talking to him, you're like, what's up with your thumbnail? He's like, I grew it out so I can pick the strings oh. better. Yeah, and he's like, I'm thinking about getting a tattoo on my foot that says grace. So it's like, I'm walking with grace. I thought about that sincerely for a moment in my life. (laughs) (laughs) This is Spider-Man. And they got greedy and put in another one, Johnny Bravo. Oh. Let's discuss Johnny Johnny Bravo. Bravo. Um, He's queer. He cares about his appearance. I think he's projecting so much masculinity Mm -hmm. that's because he's insecure. I agree. Yeah. If Johnny Bravo had an Instagram, he... It'd be a speedo shot every day, I reckon, He's in different beaches. Gay. He's definitely like almost a porn star. Yeah. Right? And it's, but the crazy. John, he'd have an, Johnny Bravo would have an OnlyFans account. Absolutely. <laughs> and I wouldn't pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's crazy. The crazy, crazy thing is, like, who does he hang out with through most of that series? A young girl? I right? Don't know. Are they friends? Are they family? What's the deal that. Their neighbours. See, I. No. You know what? Maybe he's cancelled. Oh, uh, yeah. 
That sounds a bit like Drake and Millie Bobby Brown. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Uh, my next one is He Man. Yes, gay. Yes. <laughs> Aladdin. Disney version. Disney. Oh, I see. Like the traditional Aladdin story. Yes. Uh, Aladdin Disney version. He's so hot. Aladdin Disney, right? Yes. He's. Oof. Is he gay? <laughs> I don't know, but I wish I had the confidence to wear an unbuttoned vest. Literally, if you walked out of the house in like an open bolero, I'd be like, yeah. turn around, go back inside, <laughs> change. Go through whatever Mr. Vintage you've got in there and come back out and then we'll go. Um, I've got the red Power Ranger. I do not remember which one is red. Power Rangers, though, was it, definitely it? Circle Jerk. Right? Yes. Like, that's the vibe. Um, like, just kind of after, like, they're fighting monsters. They're all kind of weirdly... We know a Power Ranger. We, we know do. someone who was the yellow Power Ranger. I actually auditioned and he still for, gets creepy fans. Yeah, I yeah. auditioned for Power Rangers once, and the casting brief was, young, must look good in Lycra. <laughs> Did not get it. <laughs> Got a second audition, and the character brief was, less attractive than Power Rangers. And I was like, cuckoo. <laughs> Feeling awesome about myself. Didn't get that. And then got an audition for Runner in Back Off Shot. <laughs> and also did not get that. So fuck. Power Rangers X cancels. <laughs> uh, I've got one here. Severus Snape. Uh, he's, he's from Harry Potter, which oh, you yes. haven't read. Alan Rickman, right? Are we talking the book or the film? Because I've watched a little bit of the film and I read the first book. I think he could be queer in kind of a moody, emo way, but then he's also, like, really in love with Lily Potter. That's, like, the story hangs on the fact that he was in love with Harry's mum. Oh, God. I but also, care. I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say Severus, Severus Strait. Severus Strait. Yeah. Um, I was in not... Severus Snake. That's not Alan Rickman, is it? Yeah, it is. Oh, it is. He definitely has the energy in the movie that I've watched of someone who, like furiously masturbates yeah like in the bathroom at work like angry an angry wank I've got um, thingy here thingy I think is like the ultimate queer icon in the sense that doesn't abide by any binary whatsoever like it's like like completely fluid and sort of everything's I honestly think like how many how many genders does his species have I think we should now always refer to the thing as they. They, yeah. Like, and we will take that and we're going to run with that now. Yeah. I love that they have a giant phallus on their head, though. Yes. They're like, they're like, what is it for? And the designer's like, for nothing. It's just part of their look. And it's definitely for fucking. It's a big dick. Yeah. And the next one is, uh, I've got, is Stacy's mum, throwback. <laughs> what? Who is absolutely pansexual. Another Harry Potter fucking thing. Ron Weasley. Straight. So straight. so straight. And I've got Harry Potter as well. They're all straight. J.K. Rowling is a homophobe. Uh, <laughs> let's be real. Simba? So straight. Though, yeah. Animal Kingdom, new rules. What does that mean? I don't know. Animals like thingy. I'm like, what? we're just projecting like this heteronormative society yeah, that was projected onto us then onto animals. Yeah. It's like, they fuck whatever. Like, yeah. they then eat They'll fake their own a dog, a dog will fuck a pot plant and eat its own shit. Exactly. <laughs> the crazy thing is, like, when you watch, like, Looney Tunes and then the designers have made, like, the bunnies sexy and you're like, yeah, I guess that's a sexy bunny. And then you're like, whoa. whoa. Um, I've got Elmo here. <laughs> they. They. 
and like everything's open. Yeah. But they child? Polyamorous. Let's, yeah. I mean, we should really discuss Bert and Ernie here, really, right? That relationship. But they're, clearly. Yeah, they're just gay. They're just gay. They're just. <laughs> they. They're two cis gay men who think fuck each love? other. I, um, I think they're tired of each other. Yeah. I think they're getting ready to open things up. They will. They will open it up. <laughs> they will absolutely open up their relationship. And then they, oh my God, I can so see it. Ernie being yeah. like, we're open now. Uh, and then Ernie, uh, Ernie's going out a little bit more than Bert. He's going out heaps. And Bert is like, am I not good enough? And Ernie's, and then like, Ernie's like, let's make up a new role only when I'm away. You know, whatever. Yes. Like, yeah. And then Bert's like, I think we should break up. <laughs> it's fanfic, guys. Get over it. <laughs> These are fun. Um, Shrek. <laughs> Great. The fucking, he's so straight, in Do my opinion. Him? Yeah, he lives in the mud. <laughs> <laughs> like all straight people. <laughs> straight people are from the mud. <laughs> he, okay. Straight, straight people live in swamps. I've got Mike Delfino from Desperate Housewives. Wasn't he the character that was actually gay? Mike Delfino. Mike Delfino. No. No, was, that was Terry Hatchett's. Guy, yes. right? Now, oh, okay, so this is coming from the back row. You need to yell out loudly and then we'll repeat into the microphones. Why do you think or why do you wish that they were gay? Just hopes. Mm. Oh, yeah. He was good with a ladder. He was a handyman, was right? A handyman, right? I watched a lot of Desperate Housewives growing up. Yeah, but then when the sexy gardener left the, the show, it was like, okay, was what am I watching? Name? His name was Jesse, Jesse Metcalf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's he up to? He did one other film. It was called... I don't know. What was that? Sean Tucker Must Die. Yes. That like every 16-year-old gay boy who watched um, Desperate Housewives with their mums like went to the film. Yes. Oh, here's a good one. Lizzie McGuire. (laughs) Bisexual, maybe? Yeah, bi, bi, we think bi. She's People a bi are queen. nodding in agreement. She's a bi She's queen. A bi queen. Yeah, definitely. Anyone who puts that much stuff in their hair, like so many clips in their hair, um, and she was very. She wrote in her diary, right, a lot, or maybe not. There was a bit of diary action, and it was definitely that cartoon character of her that appeared. I watched a lot of it. Wow. I'm revealing that I've watched a lot of it. Have you seen that clip recently? That, and it's been going around of Hilary Duff in the movie Raise Your Voice, where she is in a singing class and she does a vocal exercise, but they've clearly used three separate people's voices <laughs> to play her one voice. <laughs> I just love it that at some point in school, like someone's like, prove to me you can sing. If you, someone said to me, prove to me you could sing, what song would you sing? Probably fucking happy birthday. I wouldn't go... Like, that's oh. what... The confidence to stand up and be like... Oh, oh. <laughs> whoa, whoa. I don't know. Whoa. I just, like, walk out of the room and, like, leave. Just <laughs> drilling to yourself. Let's um, do a few more. Luna Lovegood, who's from Harry Potter and who is undoubtedly gay, in my opinion. Uh, kooky, fun, gay. Too, too interesting to be straight. <laughs> Aragon from Lord of the Rings. Straight. Straight. Fucking Who's straight. gay in Lord of the Rings? No Samwise one. Samwise Genji. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Samwise and Frodo. Of course they've... I don't know. I they hooked up. They were like, let's put on the rings. And then they, when no one could see them, they were like... Everyone's <laughs> 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 over. They're like, I can't find your dick. Yes. <laughs> if the ring's on, it doesn't count. Uh... 
And next I've got Elizabeth Bennett from Which is Pride. why they always come out They're like <gasps> Like after they take them, put their ring back You know they're like <gasps> It's so weirdly sexual Like that, coming maybe. up for air after eating an ass uh, <laughs> Wow I've got Elizabeth Bennett here from Pride and Prejudice You ever read Pride and Prejudice? Of course not. not Well Bridget Jones' star is the same story <gasps> Uh, it starts with the sentence. Did you know that ten things I had about you? When <laughs> people tell you that fact, you're like, I know. <laughs> anyway, I think Elizabeth Bennett is straight as hell. She is straight, 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 straight. She's all about the boys. M from Bond. <gasps> a beautiful older lesbian, in my opinion. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, this is a hard one. This is really hard. Okay, uh, just keep people call out. What do you reckon? Gay, yeah. gay. Um. Oh, yeah. I'd say maybe even like asexual. I think about Judy Dench and the fact that she is going blind like once a week. That was so hard to hear. <laughs> she's incredible, eh? Maybe and our she's queen of the awesome. week. Yeah, she is our queen of the week. Yeah. I want to watch um dinner with the dames. Is that what tea with the dames? Have you seen that? Like, I've seen it advertised. Like, what is this Rialto fluff? But then. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, buy me a ticket. We went to a movie at Rialto the other day. We saw The Favourite at Rialto. Oh, lovely film. So great. But Rialto is so fucking funny because everyone who goes there is just like a Renewetta mum, you know? Yes. And they're like, and they watched the movie like your mum watches TV. So they're like, yeah. what? I don't get it. Like, ha- like what's, going on? what's going on? And then be like, oh, oh, oh. Like murmurs around the whole cinema. Do you want some, do you want some chips? Do you want some chips? Like, just like everyone, just like, shut up, shut up. I love how they they print out the reviews and then staple them to that little wall as well. So if like, you arrive, like, are people like turning up there being like, "What will I see?" Well, I read this board of reviews. <laughs> They're like, "Oh no, wait, it's eight fifteen. We have to go see Shrek." Shrek? Does that play at Rialto? <laughs> Rialto's playing Shrek Do one reruns of Shrek. I Harry McCleary uh, is who I've got. Bit of Kiwiana. Um, I'm going to say yes, gay. All the dogs are gay. It's their chosen family. Scarface Claw is the queerest of them all. Yeah. Right? That fucking cat. Sauntering And through. my mum was like, honestly, what my mum would live for when she did, she would read us Harry McCleary. Beautiful moments of my childhood. And whenever she came up to Scarface Claw, she'd always be like, and Scarface Claw. Like, she's yes. not really an acting queen, but would really turn it out for Scarface Claw. <laughs> so I've got, like, you know, I stand Scarface. That's so It'd good. Be a good drag name. Scarface Claw, absolutely. Please welcome to stage, Scarface Claw. And then out comes, like, in a Catwoman suit, you know, like. Yeah. You can have that for free. <laughs> you can ha- I will, I want 10% of your takings. <laughs> I just had a vision of your mum listening to this podcast and you, hearing you say she's not an acting queen <laughs> no. and being like... I actually should confirm that she won the acting prize at high school for playing um, Widow Quinn. Are we meant to know? No. <laughs> and she would often recite the monologue, yeah. which was in an Irish accent, but it wasn't. <laughs> And he goes, I'm half to meet and surely cure and Father Riley below who told me of the curiosity man. That <laughs> and I like, just constantly in my childhood. Wow! And I didn't know that monologue. I should do it for her. Yes, she would cry. Chris Parker and Widow Quinn. Okay, last one, last one, last one. Ah, uh, it's another Harry Potter one. Draco Malfoy for Harry. Okay, well that's just like someone's fan fiction that they've yeah, that is, that is. Like, that's called Drary. 
if you don't know, okay, so I don't know why I know this, but like yeah. Drary is a specific type of fan fiction that's about Draco and, and Harry having sex. But then there's also a specific subgenre of fan fiction called Drapel, which is <laughs> maybe two people are aware of. It's because at one point in the film, I think in the Chamber of Secrets, Draco eats an apple and it looks like kind of sensual. So there's a whole genre of fan fiction about Draco and this apple that he eats in the Chamber of he Secrets. He fucks the apple? Yeah, he fucks the apple. Dirty little nerds. I know. That's what they should call... That title of the episode should be Dirty, Dirty Little, little nerds. nerds. Tim, write, Tim, that, write down. that down. Tim. Intense. Tim. <laughs> hey, well, I think that's it, Ryan. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Oh. Thank you. Oh, what? Oh, oh, can right. I do a quick little... Yes. Pl- okay, this is uh, super cool. Uh, for Pride Festival, this show is happening because of Pride Festival, and we've partnered with Outline. So everyone here and also anyone listening at home, you can text male gays to 2256, donate $3 to Outline, who su- provide free uh, counselling to uh, LGBTIQ plus individuals. Not government funded. Been around since 1973. Two. Two, damn it. Doing all the best. So please text mail guys to 2256 and give $3. Give it up for Outline. Thank you, everyone who came along to the basement to our little straight lodge. Thank you at home for listening. Have a great Pride, everyone. It's like, how many more days left of Pride? I don't know, a million. Every day is Pride. Thank you, everyone, for coming. coming. You've been such an amazing audience. We're sorry about this. Sorry about that. Okay. Have a great night, everyone. Stay I'm safe. Sorry, Mom. Love you all. It's Love your work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.